Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, the word is out. They're gonna talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Tom and Joe know all there is to know From masterpieces to deep fried tacos And if the movie sucks, you might hear them say There's no telling where the guys will take you Get ready for a spoiler Won't say it twice cause we're already Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 780, Lisa Frankenstein. <laughs> no, this way. Yeah. <laughs> I. That's kind of insulting to that movie. I don't think we should. You're, you're crazy. <laughs> I'm crazy? Yeah. No, you're crazy. No way. What? No way. Well, I don't know what we're fighting about. I think this movie's great. Do you? Yes. It was okay. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was very uh, funny. Yeah. I mean, but it's not on a level of young Frankenstein. No. Yeah. Of yeah. course not. I think that's his point. That's fair. Allow me to mediate. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. I just went through that. It's the last episode of Real Spoilers. <laughs> all breaking up. Is that what ends it? Yeah. Is the, is I gotta tell you, when you talk to a mediator, it sure is. <laughs> oh, do it the old-fashioned fist fight way. I have a kid that'll be 20 in August. And I'm still in court. That's crazy, dude. <clears throat> still in court. That's crazy. And I'm like, here's all my bank Are they going to film it? Oh, God, I wish. <laughs> Reality ah, show? They might. They might. I mean, some courtrooms have, you know, you see them on TV, mm-hmm. but um, I, some courtrooms That's true. do I have mean, video a whole, cameras. There's in- a whole show on A&E, which you can watch on Hulu, which I highly recommend because it's a blast, <laughs> yeah. called Court Cam. Yep. And it's just footage of weird things that happen in yeah. court. And yeah. like, yeah, and it's family court, traffic court. Like, they almost all have cameras anymore. All of the above. That's crazy. Yeah. Someone's just watching those to see what well, can Well, I think they're curated to have in like crazy stuff happen. Right. But, but if there's an incident, yes. I don't think they're there to catalog the trial as much no, as. No, you've got a court reporter for that. It's more just like if something goes wrong, they have yeah. film for evidence. I got to tell you, that's an unsung profession. Court the court because they believe it still exists. There's all kinds of different versions of it, though. Yeah, like I, the entire time I worked in that world, there were 
people that would talk into like a little microphone mm-hmm. and they're just repeating what they're hearing. Then you've got other people who are just like, like typing away. And it's like a stenographer. Right. But like still it's shorthand, but still like watching them. I remember like watching this woman. You make serious bank. Big, big time. That's so cool. And it's not and it's not just like where they make the I'll tell you where they make their money. The depositions. Yeah. Yeah. When they're privately hired, oh yeah, that's where it is. But do you see? So they don't do shorthand anymore. Now the ones on computers, they have a keyboard that has a certain amount of letters, and they press down at yeah. the same time. Yeah, and it's not that little shorthand click. It's like this. No, some do, of them still do, do it. Do, do, still do, do this. But, but I'm guessing the modern people. Yeah, yeah. but they also it's use so uh, cool. what's the what's the like talk to type stuff? Like there's a program. Oh, like Dragon Naturally yeah. Speaking 14. Uh, sure. But that's also that's what they like. They've got a laptop a set up. Phone. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. But they've got like a laptop and they speak into yeah. it and it just goes. And yeah. It's like man, that's... like a pigeon comes and picks it up that's and then just... carries it to the. <laughs> okay, but if they're repeating what's being said, mm-hmm. why, listen to the why can't they just have the thing listen to the court? Because then I th- it's I, a union thing. Maybe well, I don't know. It's a union thing. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know how any of that. But worked. yeah, like, I don't know why a court reporter still exists. If there are any court reporter listening, we'd love <laughs> to know. know why uh, do you still exist. Hey, I'm glad you still exist. Yeah, yeah good for you. I'll make that money. Job. Make but that like money. you think in today's world, like just film it, throw or, it on a thumb drive, or call it put, a day. put it, you know, microphones and speakers. Yeah, and boom, that's yeah. it. I don't know. Uh-huh. It, it mystifies me. But anyway, so yeah, I'm I'm back in. In oh, court for an luck. honest to God, old fashioned trial. <laughs> That's why, Your Honor, if yeah. I may. Yeah. Oh, get Brendan Fraser. Oh man. Oh my God. Just yell at the just yelling at the judge. Foghorn Leghorn. To, <laughs> yeah. Your Honor. Yeah. I say. I say. So anyway. Let's go around the table and we'll introduce ourselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Quick shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, iHeart, TuneIn, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us while you're there. Be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Uh, maybe leave us a review if you're so inclined. We'd love to hear it if it's something nice. Uh, even if it's not, I mean. No, we would not love to hear that. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, they could do it. That's in YouTube comments. That's yeah. true. The I mean, they can comments. do it. We're not going to stop <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's fair. But, yeah. but we would not love it. No. 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 And so, we uh, need that engagement. That does not help us for reviews. I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah, comments. Comments. Comments away. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. It's called The League of Show Shares because we are hoping you will share an episode with your friends and or loved ones and maybe they'll listen too. So people who were kind enough to share an episode. So this week include Glenn Cougar, Mellon Brewer, Tammy Lynn Powers, Betts, Richard Crotzer, Tom Dowdy, Travis Tewitt, Julianne Jordan, Ralph Tribble, Chris Valls, Gabriel Lugo, Chris Magic Man, Dissect That Film, Heather Sachs, Taylor Ward, Binge Movie, Spoiler Piece Theater, Invasion of the Remake, David Rojas, Jalen Sala, uh, The Kryptonian Orphan, Colby Mack, Ryan Terry, Geek to Me Radio, Matt Naglia, Ronnie Castle, Mike Mike and Oscar, Nostalgia Cast, and In Session Film. So thank you very much for sharing an episode. We greatly appreciate it. And uh, also don't forget, uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash real spoilers, where for five bucks a month. It all blurs together. I know, it's fair. (laughs) Or for five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content, and we like you extra. Thor is out there. We just recorded Captain America, the first Avenger, and we've got the Avengers coming up soon. And then I've I've tossed some ideas out to the boys oh. to see if we could, you know, at least get some sort of a schedule for that damn yeah, thing. Yeah, all the ideas <laughs> that weren't horror are fine. Uh, it's a horror <laughs> movie podcast, Kevin. That's what that is. So deal with it. 
Okay. <laughs> and then uh, also don't forget you can watch Taking all of the court. <laughs> <laughs> you can watch all of these over on YouTube. So there's all that. Let's dig in, shall we? So I think for me, I grew up with You love necrophilia. Oh my god. I get it. Fair. It's okay. This is a safe space. <laughs> I didn't know how to, how I was going to respond to that, other than just like, no, I this don't. This is the internet. It's I guess a safe it's a space. very simple. It's a very simple answer. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> if I but die too quick, will there, they? there was this in when I was a, like a preteen, like from eleven to like 13, 14, There was this run of kind of like these uh, goofy horror comedies yeah right so there was Buffy Outcast, the there was kinda. the Buffy the Vampire Slayer uh, my boyfriend's back once bitten so there were these horror like so adjacent I an murder Dracula dead and loving Dracula, it. yeah so I married an expert is a great example mm-hmm. a little bit Heathers like Heathers was also this like, sort of this has a bit of a Heathers a bit vibe, of a Heathers vibe. Yeah. it has a lot I, I wouldn't consider Heathers a horror comedy but no, but, I guess not. But, but this it, does have a little bit of that vibe going on. Yeah, here. and it also it there's a lot of Tim Burton here. There's yeah, a well, lot Edward Scissorhands has a lot be of the Edward Scissorhands. I mean, honestly, this movie gives me a lot of respect for a movie like Edward Scissorhands. Tim Burton's not really my jam. Me either. He's made some things I've liked. Yeah. Sure, but like the whole time I was watching this movie, I was like, I wish this was in the hands. Of a better director. That's that is ultimately the problem. And no offense to Zelda Williams, the daughter of Robin Williams, this is her first movie ever. I'm thinking maybe this was a little bit too much to take on for your first film. Diablo Cody, I think, and this is, has got to be one of the worst Diablo Cody scripts. No, I think the script. No, uh, yes, this no. Is, I, I like young, young adult is the worst. <laughs> I liked young. Adult. Oh God, I hate I, that movie. But uh, I mean, over, overall, I liked the script. I liked what it was doing. I think what makes makes you feel that way is that this movie needed to be a lot more stylized. Yeah. And I, can see I that. think if yeah. this movie had more of a fingerprint from yes. the director, re- like like a t- obviously Tim, Tim Burton's Burton not going to make this movie. But he's a good example. But Tim Burton doing this movie would really add a level of set design yeah. mm-hmm. and and just it it he creates these whole worlds where you don't ask yourself questions uh, like why is it so weird? weird? But it just it looks weird. It just yeah. is like you're like yeah. I'm in a weird a fantasy weird world, world yeah, and yeah. that's how that's I, the logic here. I think Beetlejuice is another one that, yeah, where it's sure. like just the whole like the house and the set design or like the way the the house is you know yeah. the, when they do the the models and things like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. It is just weird. Everything yeah. that he does it. until like Big Fish or Big Eyes or Big whatever he likes to do. You know everything has that vibe to it, right? Like you can uh, look. At a movie and be I don't like, think Sleepy Timber. Hollow has that. I I think you look at Sleepy Hollow and you can see that. Yeah, I think you could see that like, it's a Tim Burton a weird, movie for sure. But that's I what I'm saying. Don't like, think it's like Edward Scissorhands or Beetlejuice. But but you can look at a Tim Burton movie, early Tim Burton, mm-hmm. and you're like, that's a Tim Burton movie. And I think that is part of the problem. There's probably two things at play. One, the movie feels a little stale. Like it doesn't have that that vibe to it. Like it doesn't. What was have your audience look. like? I loved them. I thought they were great. Uh, <laughs> no, probably one of the best audiences I've ever. Are you being known. serious? Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like he was in there by himself. Oh, <laughs> I saw this movie with no one else. Okay, so I honestly, I, I there not- were like six people in my theater. Although I will say, they seemed to be loving it. I had three fourths of a full theater. Wow, and they loved it. And so I think that that adds probably to it. helps when yeah. there's people laughing at the absurdity and everything. But but going back to my point though, so I think with Tim Burton, you would get a little bit more 
like playful camera work and just the 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 set design might be a little weirder or something because it looked like it was trying to be a Tim Burton movie, yeah. But it didn't have that overall feel. Like it didn't right. nail it. It was like that looks like Edward Scissorhands light, but it's not. Doesn't feel like it. And then the other thing is, well, maybe if maybe Diablo Diablo Cody's script wasn't that bad, but you need people that can deliver right. it in a zany like. Yeah. It's all about the delivery, right? We've talked about that. Like with Heat is probably one of the prime examples. They do a line-for-line, shot-for-shot remake of that diner scene. Yeah. And you see two guys sitting there at a diner, and it's like, okay, I mean, that's fine dialogue. And they're both capable actors. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, because it was a, that scene was originally used. For a TV movie. In, a, yeah. in a TV show, right? Yeah, it's and, crime story? Uh, yeah, that was yeah. it. And, and, like, those actors are both solid yeah. actors still working mm-hmm. to this like, day. It was fine. It wasn't ever bad. It was bad. a Dennis Farina. No, it wasn't even anybody of that level. Oh, okay. It was like just, I mean, just character actors who pop up in things all the time, but have never really broken out. Got it. So like, but they're, they're good. Yeah. And, and but, it's fine, but, but it never not, pops. It doesn't. They're Pacino not. Pacino and De Niro. Pacino and <laughs> right. De Niro. Right? And so you just, it's just that difference. Uh, but, but I liked a lot of actors in this movie though. I do really feel this is a weaker script by Diablo Cody. Like I feel like her scripts are so good. She's, she's written so many great movies. And this movie just, to me, feels like it just doesn't have quite the bite. Like, the thing she's trying to do is social commentary. To me, I'm like, they made Promising Young Woman. Like, there are things that where I feel like coming after a movie like Promising Young Woman, you're trying to get revenge on people and stuff. I'm like, this also feels like an imitation of other better Man, movies. I don't know. I mean, I hear you. I, I But the revenge thing, the fir- like, so the first kill is an accident. Like, I don't think that there were neither one of them intended to kill the mom. I think he meant to hit her, but oh, not kill her. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, but I don't think that there, it's a revenge. Well, she's killing all the people in her life that have wronged her in one way or another. Well, she only kills. Well, she, she doesn't kill anybody. Well, I'm just yeah, saying. But, like yeah, Saul. but <laughs> yeah, but that's exactly. Right. I don't know about that. I mean, we can get into it when we talk about. I mean, the she. Plot, but I mean, she does cut the guy's hand off. She, but she lures lures yeah, him to his death. You're telling me that's not killing? Like that's you would get you. She would be just as culpable yeah, legally for that one. Yeah, because she lures that kid to his death. Well, that's what yes. I'm saying. You can't say I'm. You said anybody, and that she's just as she, she knows what she's doing after the fact. That is for the correct. Mother, she would she would be culpable for the for the kid for the kid. And then I, she, I don't the, think she would be culpable for the boy, for the not boyfriend. That was all him. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, but connecting the dots, she would probably still get charged for that one. After all, the oh, other two. Right. But, she, but yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, you, tell a court, oh yeah, I killed or knew about killing those other two, but this one was a surprise. <laughs> don't don't well, charge me for that I mean, it one. It was kind of a surprise. No, it was. But tell a, a, the court. Great can, reaction yeah. in the theater. Yeah. But Fantastic. the court is going to go, oh yeah, 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 that third one. <laughs> like they're going to be like, yeah, BS. You know right, what he right, was right. like. So, I could see a jury not convicting, though. I could as well. Like, be like, guilty on the first two, but not that one. Not that one, <laughs> yeah. So, instead of doing 180 <laughs> years in prison, you will do 150 years Congratulations. In well done. Uh, yeah. I, I'll, I'll tell you the things I liked about this movie. I liked the music. I loved the yeah. 80s. I, I thought it felt very authentic 80s, mm-hmm. right? Especially, I mean, this Except is a, White Diamonds came out in 1991. I just of need course, to point that out. That's fair. That's like fair. I was like, yeah. White diamonds did yeah. not exist in the 80s, so yeah. the mother could not have been wearing that perfume. That's funny. Even though, like, I get why she left it in, because it was spot on when she gets the white diamonds. Like, 
yeah, she's a bitch. <laughs> that was a great that line. That might be the that's, best line That's the a movie, fantastic yeah. line. Yeah. But I, so I really liked the look of it. I agree that it was trying to like kind of imitate Tim Burton, but I liked the overall vibe of like, oh, this is 80s. It felt like something like a Heathers or, a, or you know, just an 80s coming of age, kind of outcast loner type movie. And um, and I thought that lead actor was fantastic. Uh, what I, What's her name? I've oh, never seen her before. Yeah, you have. She's Cassie. She's Cassie from Ant-Man. Okay. Yeah. That's fair, but she was... <laughs> little and didn't know really... she's the new cast oh she's the new one she's the one of the okay. third one Catherine gotcha. newton Catherine newton yeah i thought she was phenomenal she has that thing like lily james has she has it to me i think that she is fantastic we should movie. go back and listen to that ant-man episode and see if you talk <laughs> i don't think i did no i don't know I, no, I, no. I, I liked her in that yeah. but but i just uh, to me like that's a very small role she's not carrying the movie she's you know. She's there, but she's the third yeah, lead. Yeah, yeah, and so Maybe like this lead. movie is she carries this movie. Yeah, the her co-star, her co-lead doesn't talk, right? So she's carrying most of this movie, and she's got this quirky personality, and she's fun. You know, I I just think she carries herself well. Anyway, I thought she was phenomenal. I think if she weren't in the movie, or if there were a weaker actor in the lead, this movie would be unwatchable. So I think she really makes this Man, movie. I don't think it's. That- it's I I don't see that at all. I, don't. I love when we're all at three different points. <laughs> it's, of the happen, it's happened. It's yeah. happened like the last three movies. Like, you hate it. You love it. And I was like, it was okay. Yeah. I think this movie is weirder than Saltburn. See, when people say Saltburn's weird, oh. this is a weird movie. Not, not in a bad way, but like I'm watching this movie and I'm like, this is weird. It is like, I, maybe that is... is weird, but I also like I. These are the these are the kind of movies that I remember watching as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Like, where it's they are just like these weird yeah. '80s. Horror comedy. Fred's dead. No, what's the one with Drop uh, Dead? Fred? Yes, Drop, Drop Dead. Dead. Drop Dead. Yes, yeah. Drop Dead. Is that's a weird movie? Yeah. Like yeah. that is a. And I like weird. I just I was thinking about. It. I'm like Saltburn's grounded. Like yes, there are things that are peculiar. Well, in I it, think but that's what that's... makes it weird, right? The fact that it's grounded in reality, <laughs> where this movie is not grounded At in all. reality. Yeah. So like when it does weird things, like it's. It, yeah, that makes sense. It, yes. It doesn't feel as weird. <laughs> Where in Saltburn, you're like, these are real people doing some weird right. stuff. Yeah. But there was some things that I think attrib- are attributed to the director of just, you know, not having the experience. That's not, I'm not trying to be insulting, but no, you know, no, first, I, being a first film, I, like there's some things that just go on and on and on in this movie. The beginning of this movie, like it's not till about 45 minutes in, I check the time and I'm like, okay, this is picking up. This is getting interesting. But the yeah. setup with the mom and the sister, I remember there were times with the sister, she's just talking and talking and talking. I'm like, just cut this and move but, on to the okay, next okay. thing. I don't it, disagree it, with you. It, it, I feel like this movie did for me at least it moved pretty quick. I, I thought so, it was a drag until it got into it. Um, you know the uh, you know, reason I know I felt like it moved pretty quick is because I remember you know sitting there and enjoying it. And at the draft house, right, they give you your check with like twenty to yeah. f- fifteen minutes left in the yeah. movie, and they yeah. just so like I'm watching the movie, and then all of a sudden here comes the gal with the check, and I was like, how much is left of this? Like, are we really like twenty minutes left to go? Like this is, um, but I think. That character, the sister, the stepsister, uh, does kind of remind me of the vapid characters like in Heathers, like mm-hmm. the, the three Heathers with the, you know, Shannon Doherty is one of them. But um, oh, there there's really nothing to them. Mm-hmm. And this the sister isn't really like a main character. I mean, yeah. she's there. She's there a lot. And she's circling. Uh, oh, I disagree. She's in. I mean, I think she's 
a, a main character. Well, I guess what I mean is like we're not focusing on her. Like the story is Lisa's story. Yeah, uh, and Lisa is you know it's, what that's a reference to, right? What's that? What's the name of uh, Kelly LeBrock in Weird Science? Is that Lisa? Lisa. Oh, like this is, uh, this is. I thought it was supposed to be Lisa Frank. Lisa. No, no, she's she's named after Lisa from Weird Science. Oh, okay. Like that's because Diablo Cody. I guess she said she's like I love that movie, and this is kind of like Weird Science as way, well. That was yeah. a way to not get sued by Lisa Frank. I yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love the Lisa, uh, Weird Science. Yes, Weird Lisa, Science is great. But I figured because of the colorful, eight, it's eighties and right. Colorful, but she's not colorful. The, oh, our right. character, but she's Lisa Frank, in, is very synonymous with that's true. No, she was named after Lisa and, from yeah. Weird Science. Okay, uh, but so I don't know. I felt like she is kind of boring, and but very uh, over the top eighties. Mm. But to be clear, I don't dislike the actor that plays the sister. I just mean I think the writing and the directing is off. I think that I think that they should have cut more out. I don't you know, there were just parts of it that dragged to me. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is where you cut in a scene. Like th- there was some dialogue that just went on and on and it wasn't that useful to the story. It was just like, come on, just go. Also, the thing I thought was kind of weird is that the Lisa, the main character, so she's now her dad is remarried and she's a part of this new family and it's because the mom was killed by an axe murder. Oh, man, that's great. But like that never comes it back. It never comes nope. back. You would think that all of a sudden the axe murder would come in, the zombie would kill him. Or like there's I mean, just I no. Thought, I, thought it was, I thought it was going to be her. Or yeah, I thought. I, well, I so I went through three permutations. At yeah. first, I thought, well, the dad killed. Then I was thinking her. there'd oh, be some like, element because like that. When, yeah. the, when the sister is going on about how. They met six months later yes, and got yes, married. Yes. I was like, oh, well, it was all a setup, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And the and, dad is so but unsuspecting. Then when, but then as soon yeah. as you see the dad, I was like, okay, I don't think it's the dad. Yeah. Then you see this, the, the stepmom, and I was like, well, maybe the well, stepmom did yeah. it. She's a real ball buster. Yeah, yeah. And, but, and, and then I had a moment where I thought, well, maybe Lisa did it. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, but she is mourning the loss of her mother too yeah. much. Like right. she, you know, is, But there could be some kind of a... a break there but, okay, yes but to to me that whole thing is right out of those wackadoo 80s horror comedies like they just have this thing in there and then it's never talked about again uh, yeah i i guess to me this movie feels tonally off i i i really liked it when it actually got more weird and then the killing and all that stuff i'm like okay this is kind of this is crazy like okay where like this is okay but the movie does not start off feeling like it's that type of movie. And so when it takes the shift, I feel like it's jarring. There's, it, there's just the shift that happens where I'm like, I don't oh, man, think that's so interesting because I didn't feel that at all. I, I just felt like, like it was a natural progression. Interesting. Of I felt Lisa. like she shifted too quickly. She, like oh, all of a sudden she becomes a badass, and mm-hmm. there's not really any kind of impetus for that. When like, she puts him in the, tanning bed for the first when they kill the mom the yeah. stepmom for the and then they put him in the tanning bed there is i do i will agree with you there is definitely a quick shift she goes from, from nothing to kill her to, well like, to to cool girl but but but, but it was yeah. an accidental yeah. death like if you can see it leading up where somehow she's like you know i'm gonna get revenge on these people or something like if there were any what they, inclination what they needed i think is an it's alive scene Right, like yeah. because oh, sure, like sure, sure. Frank, Doctor Frankenstein. I don't know if you know this, but the monster's not named Frankenstein. His name is Adam, actually. Yeah. But Doctor Frankenstein, like he becomes kind of drunk on power, mm-hmm. right? Like when mm-hmm. he realizes, holy, 
I can bring people back to life. Yep. Right. And so like we needed a moment of that. And that's where I feel like a better director would have would have given us some sort of some some sort of moment of her recognizing like I've got crazy powers. And also she's way too I control life and death. She way too quickly accepts that the guy breaking into her house is this alive monster. Like it does not take her by one ounce of surprise, not one iota. Once she goes and she's just like, oh hey, you know, come up to my room. Have you seen my boyfriend's back? Probably a long time ago. I mean, it's it's the exact same thing. Like, and what I mean, so the premise of that movie is, um, it's the the this guy, you know, his boyfriend dies. He comes back. As oh a, yeah, he comes yeah, back yeah. as a zombie, and then, but his girlfriend is immediately like, "It's cool." But like, she, but she knows him, so at least there's. A, I mean, I know that's weird, but we're talking about weird movies. Yeah, there's a familiarity. What I'm saying is that her mom was killed by an axe murder. Two years later, a crazy guy breaks into the house. She would be traumatized, you know, going through all this PTSD, and then he's chasing her around. There's a, it's a funny scene where I she's will, hanging off the hold on, she's hanging off the roof, and then she comes back inside, and he's sitting there messing with a shoe phone. And she's but like, do you think that's the oh, same yeah, guy? I did not like that's where I did have an issue with that where you think there's a different murderer? I don't know because no, when we muddy. see that he's muddy and it, it's like cleaned up. He's just muddy and messy. But so she okay, in that scene, right? She's hanging off the porch or off the roof. She uh-huh. falls and lands on him and then she stands up and goes inside. And then there's he's already inside. Yeah. Uh, he had wandered. Well, again, that's bad editing. That's or what I was like. Wait, who is that? that that's guy? what I mean. It was. It was very weird. First of all, the way the movie presented. But they. Okay, if this movie dropped the ball on there was another murder and he ran away and never addressed it, this movie's ten times worse. Then yeah. I just thought it was you know weird. Because, that but, would be just horrible. because like the way that whole when we see this yeah. thing for the first time, it does look like it looks like the rubber poop monster from Dogma. Yeah. Like it's it's just mud caked in dirt. And dirt. It, and then they edited out him cleaning it off or something. I guess. Like but but do you realize though that would be terrible? I if think that I, through line just. It, I don't just dis- yes, I don't disagree. Oh, there was another I was like, murder in the house, yeah. and he never comes back, and what, we never address. Like, what happened to that guy? Like, but no, it's him. But it's, so then she wanders and she's like, "Oh, that's my dad's shoe phone." Okay, come upstairs, crazy murderer. Who no, I just she, was, no, she knows it's him because he's, he's got wear- the necklace that she left at the grave. He yeah. showed her upstairs after she brought him. I thought up he to was bedroom. wearing it. No, he he then goes like this. She goes, "Oh, my rosary. Oh, you're the guy." That's later. She accepts him and brings him upstairs after just being chased around by a PTSD crazy murderer that broke into her house. It's just weird. It's she's scared and she walks in and goes, "Oh, that's my dad's shoe phone." Like, See, why man, would you be I, in that mode? Why would I you th- think I? No offense. I think you are thinking about this way too hard. And I, I think the, a better director would have put this in a in like a sillier, more fantastical right. world. I don't disagree. That would make yes. people not ask these questions. But you were willing to give Argyle the benefit of the doubt about the book, book stuff. Yeah, because it's a book. I, but I will also say, even though I think I probably like this a little better than Argyle. Argyle did a much better job of creating a silly, fantastical world. That's fair. I never for one moment thought that this was even adjacent to normalcy. You thought what was adjacent to normalcy? Argyle. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And and so this movie, though, about 45 minutes in, again, once the killing starts happening, it gets so weird where I'm like, oh, this is this has got a weird vibe to it. It is more fantastical. And I was more on board. But sure. that beginning of the movie, they set it up and it feels so grounded. And so I'm just going to say stale. But it's just there's this... There's this like there's no score going on in the background. It's quiet. It's that thing where you're just like not being taken into the world. You're just watching this kind of bland thing play out. 
And then all of a sudden it takes this shift and, and it's jarring to me because I don't see how a character would accept this again. And if it was a weird, quirky world from the beginning, right. Then I'd be like, Oh, well this is all silly. So it doesn't really make sense. But yeah, like think of what the suburbs look like in Edward Scissorhands, right? Yeah. Sure. Yes. You, and in this one there, theirs is the only house that looks weird or different, <laughs> right? Yes. Ever, all no, the no, other no, houses yeah, yeah, yeah. look perfectly normal. I think their house even lo- on the outside looks normal. No, because oh, it's, it's a little, it's all pink on the outside. It's, Was it? Yeah. It's got, I think, I, yeah. I thought of Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. I, immediately, I'm like, well, they're trying to make the house look like the sure. weird houses of Edward Scissorhands. Yes. But yeah, so there's just something about it. I wanted to like this movie. I really, again, I like the craziness when it picks up. I like the look. I like the music. I like the vibes. I feel like, oh, this is a cool, chill, teen comedy, whatever. Like, But yeah, it just it just took me out of it when they would make these shifts that just didn't seem to... You know what this kind of reminds me of? This is going to be kind of a weird thing to compare it to. Do it. It reminds me of Cop Out. Oh, yeah. That's a great, like, that's because, a very interesting cause, comparison. Because Cop Out wanted to be uh-huh. this throwback to 80s action movies. Yeah. They even bring back Harold Faltemeyer yeah. to do the score. But, like, it just doesn't get there. And, like, and that, and I and I think I liked Cop Out about the amount of same as I like this. I liked what it was trying to do. Yeah. But yeah. it just didn't quite get there. Now, in that case, I don't know that I blame the director. Can't. I well, I mean, you can. I but, blame Bruce Willis. Yeah. Right. But, um, well, can we? Yeah. At this point, I guess he's still with yeah. his facilities at that point. I think yeah, so. You can. He's totally with it. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just like, I, and I don't subscribe to this. No, like, yeah, when it's a movie I've never heard of that went straight to VOD, sure, sure, sure. Uh, like, whatever. I don't even consider those real. But, like, <laughs> right. when he's making movies like Cop Out and stuff, he was. Red. Cop yeah. Out was before that Red last, 1 and 2, right? So, um, like, I think it's so, in that. Yeah. It's in that. Time frame, yes, or that last Die Hard movie, oh, like boy. those weren't. There were they real were, movies, and, and like, yeah. look, let's with all due respect to Bruce Willis, who's made some great movies, mm-hmm. and I think he was great when he wanted to be. I think you're absolutely but right. He, Same year as Red, is it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was notorious for decades for like, oh, this one's for a paycheck. And phoning it in. Yeah. That 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 is not something you can blame on the aphasia. Like he, no, that's true. He was doing that for years. So I am not going to rewrite history to forgive him for every third movie <laughs> being a lazy actor no. and just taking the money. I think I, I think there is a there's definitely a point where you're just like well, I mean he stopped starring in big theatrical movies, right? And I do think that's where it starts. Yeah, sure. But I, I agree with you. Is you know you am I going to get Am I going to blame the whatever? What's it called? Aphasia? I think it's called aphasia. Uh, yeah. Am I going to blame striking distance on aphasia? No. No. I'm absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But yeah, so this movie starts. We've got, we were introduced to Lisa and and his her sister, Tiff. Taffy. Ooh. Taffy. Taffy. And I realized the movie that I didn't like was Tully. Not oh, young, I love Tully. Not Young Tully Adult. Tully is so good. I did not like Tully. See, I did not like Young Adult. I love Tully. Did not like that one. Loved it. Um, Do you like Tully? I thought you liked it. Yeah, I did. I uh, was getting a mix up for a second. I don't want to spoil it, but yeah. there's kind of a twist with the Yeah, yeah, there's, no, yeah. Make, I yeah. I like Tully. I, I and I thought the movie was great. Yeah. And I but I liked Young Adult. Now, I came, I did like Young Adult. I came I to Young Adult up. like it came out, I didn't see it, everybody trashed it. I watched it 
years later. I, and and went into it. I was like, I've never seen this. It's the only one that of of hers that I haven't seen. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, let let me sit down and, and watch it. It was honestly, it was during COVID when I was working overnights in a morgue, <laughs> and I was pounding through. I forgot about that. I was pounding yeah. through movies and TV shows like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, um, you want to talk about weird? Uh, I'm in an, an abandoned industrial park in a surge morgue with. A room full of dead bodies yep. 10 feet away from me and not knowing really what it's about i decided to watch last man on earth oh sh- <laughs> perfect which, which is great <laughs> yeah but like whoops a little weird, <laughs> that is weird. it's a little weird. i i when it comes to diablo cody i wonder if she is 15 steps ahead of everyone because i feel like her movies they all fight, catch up they yeah. catch yeah. up right jennifer jennifer's body got on yeah and then it, I would just like to go on record, and it's probably over on Review STL, my yeah, written yeah. review of Jennifer's Body. I loved it. And that's what I, I mean. I gave it a great review. As I think that was her second movie. Now, that's no. wild. Yes. Juno, Jennifer's Body. Oh. Then Young Adult. Okay. I mean, then there's Paradise. I've never heard of it. I think she did some TV stuff. Ricky and the Flash. Yeah, that's skipping the TV yeah. stuff. But. I didn't realize she wrote Ricky and the Flash. I haven't yeah. looked bad. I never saw it. And then Tully and then Lisa Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Um, I didn't realize Jennifer's Body was her second yeah. film. Jeez. But she didn't direct that, right? Did she? I don't think I she, think she, she directed direct movies. Yeah, she, she, doesn't, she hasn't directed anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, she comes out of the gates, I mean, like a ball of fire with Juno. Yeah. yeah. Oh and my gosh. Yeah. She's got Elliot Page and Michael Sarah and uh, J.K. Simmons and I, don't, I can't remember who the mom is. Oh, it's uh, what's her? Uh, Allison Janney. Allison Janney. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jason, Jason Bateman, Bateman and Jennifer Garner. Yes. Yeah, Michael Sarah. Yeah, that movie's so good. That movie. Is, it was funny because that was right as Rush Development was out, and Michael Sarah and Jason Bateman were both in the movie, yeah. but they made a point to never put them on screen and together. Jason Bateman is a very different character. Jason Bateman's always played smarmy douchebags. Do you remember him in that movie where he's in the pretend to be in the wheelchair or whatever? I hated no. that movie so much. Jason Bateman. Yeah, he plays the jerk or something, and he's yeah. Is that the one that like the TikTok clip that was going around about him talking to some gal at a restaurant? Um, let me look it up. So, oh, is so, it the bad uh, the one where he's like trying to rig the, win the spelling bee or whatever? Is it that, that might be? He, I think it's called he, spelling bee. He played a jerk in this movie, and I'm like, this movie's so bad. I always think of him in that. He, but he so always bad. he plays the swarmy guy, but he always does have that little like heart of gold. Yeah, right. Because you're just like you're kind of a dick, but I like hanging out with you. Not in Juno. Yeah. Not at all. But they head fake you. <laughs> they do. Right? Because you do. like him for yes. a good chunk of the movie. And you're like, oh, no. And then they pull the rug out. The X with with Zach Braff. I've never seen that. No, I've never seen yeah. that either. He's a jerk in that movie. And But I think, it, I, I, you know, we've seen that before where a writer writes this script and gets the right cast at the right time. And yeah. it is... And the right director. And the, every, yeah, Jason Reitman? Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. remember? I mean, that one, two, three punch right there. Man. Juno... Thank you for smoking up in the air. Oh, is that right? Man, he he was firing he all Three cylinders. for three, and they yeah. were all phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, He left yeah. out Labor Day. He was four for four. <laughs> See? That's the reason I mentioned three for three. That's why did, he fell so far on Labor Day. And then oh. did he, what do you do after Labor Day? Ghostbusters? That can't be. That no, can't, no, no. He had to do no, something no, else he, in between there. Didn't he direct that Adam Sandler movie, uh, I the, think he did. I never saw the that big one. blue ball or something like that. Yeah, I never oh. saw that. It one. was bad. It so wanted oh. to be profound, and it was oh. just like 
I mean, they might as well called it Live, Laugh, Love. <laughs> like, it was bad. He did the front runner with Hugh Jackman. Remember? I did like that, that one. Was, it was good. That was good. Yeah, that was... I watched that during COVID. I remember yeah. that. But um, that, that was a bummer, though, when he did... Yeah. Well, look, like, what, man. What is this? <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you know, fail sometimes. Yeah, yeah, no, makes you bad keeps, you, keeps you humble. No, for sure. But it was just <laughs> such a weird. But she comes out of that, and it is. I mean, it's a perfect movie. Perfect. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. It's great. And I it's, sometimes I feel like that happens to a writer, and they're just trying to recapture that. Yeah, and they can't. Where I feel like she, for Labor whatever, Day. Did you say leap year? No, I said Labor Day. Okay. But you also hated Leap Year. I, I hate Leap Year. Yeah. Which one's that? That's the one where, she, uh, is it Amy Adams? I think so. When they go to Ireland. And it's Matthew like a rom-com, Smart. but sure. with no rom or What's no the com? time traveling one? With, uh, the, the hap- with Happy. Gle- with Domhnall Gleeson? Time Traveler's Wife? No. no he, like, no. The one where you don't actually see any time travel? Yeah, he goes oh. in like a closet. And yeah. That's how he, ch- but okay. I don't know. Why I know I exactly what one. you're talking about, yeah. but I'm blanking on it. So I, I do feel like I'm just having PTSD. All these was a Labor Day leap year. All the ones that I painted. <laughs> um, I, I you said leap year. I thought Aloha. Oh, that I've never was Bradley seen Aloha. Cooper. Bradley Cooper and Emma Stone. Cameron is Cameron plays, Cameron Crow, and she plays Hawaiian. Or something. She, like she's that. like half Hawaiian, yeah. half Asian. Got yeah, all this, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's you get Emma Stone. <laughs> yeah, like, the the ginger. Like, yeah. that. sorry. Um, she could have dyed her hair. She could. I don't. Know. I think she's a blonde naturally. I think the redhead is not her natural hair color. What is she like? You know, sometimes like, you see her with like, blonde uh, hair. Shit, I think who that's Donna Pinciotti, Laura Prepon. Yeah, I don't know. I could be wrong, but I I think I found out because she was started off and she was always a redhead, always which is a redhead. kind of her thing. But I don't think that's her. I think I think she was a blonde and easy A, and everybody's like, "What the hell?" Yeah, and I and she was just on on the curse. She doesn't have red head, red oh, hair. So I don't know. I don't think that's her natural. Uh-huh. But um, so yeah, I do think that like she is for whatever reason, her movies, her scripts at least are twenty steps ahead, yeah. and then they come out and they kind of get. Some yeah. and then and then within like come five back years go, they're like oh, oh wait a minute yeah you know and this I, might become a cult classic this is but going I don't, to be but i don't think critics are going to come around and say that movie was really good so I, is that but 49 so percent on rotten tomatoes right now i left it because i i usually don't look up the scores i actually didn't watch a trailer i didn't know anything about the plot of this movie not one thing so i didn't know what to expect at all and uh then i looked up the rotten tomatoes i go, I go am i crazy i'm like this was not it and I, it was at 50 percent at that time I'm like okay i also think i don't know i have gotten to a point with critics professional critics not anybody at this table uh where it's like not everything has to be a Christopher Nolan movie. Sure. Yeah. Like you can accept the fact that it's, you know, is so a movie like this, I just think needs to be graded on a different scale. But I think critics know that too, because we've seen fun movies come out where people don't grade it and go and talk about, Oh, well that, uh, you know, whatever the lighting and the cinematography, like first of all, Rotten Tomatoes is now comprised of a That's lot of true. not professional. Yeah, critics. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Not yeah. getting paid for it, but you know, so no, I mean, they're, right, they're, they're right. good. There's a lot of great writers, but they opened the doors to a lot more, um, you know, just from diversity and different voices. So you're not getting just Entertainment Weekly and the New Yorker or the, the and Washington Post. Or yeah, whatever, yeah, these are people that have blogs and movie review sites, you know, Review STL and, you know, a lot of our friends that are on Twitter that do movie reviews. So you're getting a lot of different voices now, and there are still people that like fun movies and everything. So I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. 
No, I hear you. I, just, I mean, I'm I, a big believer in judging a movie on what it wants to be. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like, you got to meet a movie where it's at. Yes. I, don't, I don't want everything to be Citizen Kane. Right. No. Right? Like, no. it's like it's great when something is, but like I also want Caddyshacks to exist. Yeah. That's exactly you know? right. And yeah. credit to this movie for being different. I mean, I... I appreciate that a movie like this exists out there. I appreciate that there are people writing these quirky, strange stories and that this movie got made. And I don't know if because Zelda Williams was behind it. Like, I don't know what the impetus was for this being greenlit. You know, well, first I think time you, director. You, I think I just, you put Diablo Cody's name on something. Somebody's going to greenlight it. Yeah. I think if that was true, we'd see Diablo Cody movies a lot more frequently. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I think maybe, that maybe that depends on her, though, right? Like, maybe it's her... I think if people were throwing money at her, she'd learn to that write a lot be. faster. That like, right? Be. Like, I think, you and, know... And, and this movie didn't go to Jason Reitman. It went to first-time director Zelda Williams, right? Yeah. So, again, I'm not saying, like, she didn't want Zelda to direct it, but my point is that... It also makes me <laughs> wonder, what's Juno look like if it's not in the hands of Jason Reitman? Right, you know, maybe he's like the one maybe that's elevating maybe the material. maybe we'd be having this or Kevin and I would, be have, <laughs> would have had a similar reaction to Juno that we yeah. had to this. We we're oh, like, maybe you How know, much like of his direction goes yeah, into play because the dialogue in that movie is very stylized, uh, very much right? so. And so, yes, in the hands of a lesser cast, in the yes. hands of a lesser director, director, you have to know how to direct the cast to do that properly. Right. Do you? Does that movie like? Is that be problematic now? Why? Given Elliot's transition, I mean, I don't you can't think so. change the past. I don't know. I'm just curious. I, yeah. I, I, don't, I just, I don't know. So. I have no idea. Like, I don't, I don't, so. I don't think we have an actor as well known at transition. Yeah, and then like that. That I mean, that role is she has to be a girl, right? In that role, and now she, he is not. Yeah. So I just wonder, like, is that? Like I don't think you can retroactively because if there were some kind of controversy surrounding a script, like he didn't want to do it or was being forced, yeah. to, like if there were I, a controversy, I, yeah, maybe, and it's but, not like Elliot Page has come out and disavowed. No, that's the true. Film, that's right. True. And so I, I mean, I think that's that's who he was at the time. Sure, sure, and sure, sure. That's a movie that he made at the time. Where I get confused is like the whole like, well, do I refer? To him as Elliot when I'm referring to the role in that film because that that isn't who he was. That's true. But right? I think I I do think this that is the goes... Ezra Miller thing, right? Because we would when we're talking about Barry Allen, right? Barry Allen is is, 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 he is a him, dude, right? Right. But, but Ezra, Ezra Miller, Miller is a they, they, they them. them. And I just mean that like that you know. Yeah, like I don't know. It's like Juno is a girl, but Ezra but... Miller is always Ezra Miller. Right. Sure. But when I'm talking about a transition, but when I'm talking about about a transition like this, when I'm referring to to Juno, like do I? I think you say Elliot Page. I think, I think yeah. it's dead name. Yeah, if you I don't. Think, yeah. yeah, that's. I, I agree with you. I, 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 I'm not trying to be a dick. No, no, I just, no, I just, like, I, like, I think I it's just a don't want to say the wrong thing either. I think people would understand because you're not maliciously doing right. it. If you were on the right doing a review and you just kept oh, dead Lord. naming like right. on purpose, but in this you're saying a different name as a star. But I think. For courtesy, and if you're trying to do the right thing, I would say that Elliot Page starred in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, just, okay. That's they are one person, and that is their name right. now. Right, right, right. They were in that movie, and you know, as as a different person, but still the same. But yeah, yeah. I think um, so. But I, I also want to point out Juno, 
first-time director Jason Reitman. Yeah. Look how great that movie was. That's true. They and hit I, the ground I, running. I, it does know? make me think if Jason Reitman hadn't done Juno, we'd have been like, why are they talking like that? This movie's trying too hard. Where trying to stop trying to be Wes Anderson, right, yeah. or yeah. something, but because he is really good and he just got that screenplay, he was able to convey it on screen. I, I feel like, unfortunately, in a way, Zelda Williams couldn't. Even though overall, I like this movie. Yeah, I think it could have been w- way better. That's true. Yeah. I with somebody like Jason Reitman at the helm of this, it it does elevate it. And I think about Thank You for Smoking, and I think mm. about oh, so good. Up in the Air, which I. Th- Oh man, I loved that movie so yeah. much. Those three movies I, are but phenomenal. The the dialogue in all three of them is very similar. Yeah. So I do think there's something to you saying that Reitman, Jason, did have some did have it immediately yeah, with, he knows those, how to, with those three. He knows how to direct that quick talking. And now he's like, dialogue. Hey man, I'm just doing Ghostbusters and I'm cool with it. Like, hey, he's not just doing it. What do you mean? Oh, looks good. I mean, it's not just Ghostbusters. Oh, Dang. no, no, no. I, yes, <laughs> yes, big, yes. Hey, that's a lot of pressure. Think that about the pressure a, he has from his dads, the fan base. Like, yeah. That is a huge... But he did the last one, right? He did, yes. And it was, yes. And it was good. I really so, enjoyed it. It I'm was excited. definitely a remake of the first, of first it was one. was a good story, mm-hmm. but it wasn't funny. That's yeah. the problem. I, and I will say this trail, the last trailer for the Ghostbusters, I, like, I did laugh. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and because they finally looks like they're going to let Paul Rudd be Paul Rudd, which is what we want, which is what we want. Like mm-hmm. you need like it needs to be funny. Yes. Like the other one was so focused on like we have to preserve the Nostalgia legacy. And yeah. We, yes. I yeah. think they will. I, now that he got his, you know, he got up to bat. He he let's say maybe not a home run, but, you know, he had a solid double. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but but it was good. Right. And the fan base accepted him back, you mm-hmm. know, into, you know, to carry on his Wouldn't father's that be legacy. Sh- if they're like, no, you don't get Ghostbusters, and Chase Ryan's like, what? But I could see it though, because it's like you're not your dad, right? Like they're just because his dad did it. I right. mean, it would suck. It would. Feel, and also, I'm sure, I think but... his. Da- I mean, and I think Ivan Reitman is has some amazing films to his yeah. credit. Doesn't hurt that he had Harold Ramis working with him. Yeah, sure. you know, like that helps. Yeah. Um, had Ghost Dad in this one. This what that one. And spoilers for Ghostbusters. What's this? What's the uh, superhero movie he did? Who's that? Isn't Ivan Reitman did that with uh, with uh, Uma Thurman? She's a superhero. Oh, Isn't she like a surprise? Oh, my super ex girlfriend. Yeah, she's a surprise superhero or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah it's fine. Yeah. It's whatever. Um, yeah. So we'll just. I mean, this one is very. It, the plot of this is very simple. Uh, Lisa is kind of lovelorn. She's very weird. Do the the axe murder of her mother. Um, and she gets goes to yeah, a party. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Her. I don't think she's that weird, and that's why it's so jarring because she seems like a sweet kid that's been through some stuff. She's quiet. I don't think she's weird. In the I beginning. think she's. You have to look at this in from the '80s perspective. In the '80s, she's a weird kid. She's a weird kid who she's isn't. Not. She's. I don't. Yes. Dis- I don't disagree. I was there. I, that's I, like. <laughs> see what I'm saying? Like, she seems I, like a quiet. I mean, this movie takes place in 1989. It was 1987. 89. Okay. okay. She doesn't start dressing. They go see. Look who's talking. Yeah. That comes out in 1989. Yeah. You're right. Because they yeah. don't. Well, that's weird. Why wouldn't they go see Batman? Because it's not June. They couldn't get. They're it. still they in school. They couldn't get tickets. They're still in. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. but she doesn't start right. acting like the outcast until the killing and all that stuff. Right. That's what I mean. But I need some kind of impetus and and. See, I don't think she starts. I I I do think she starts. She's quiet and she's into, uh, like poetry and art and uh, things like that. That I don't think. Her sister and mm-hmm. the Heathers, which is I'm just going to refer to the friends as the Heathers because that's kind of what's what they refer- did, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah thank you. Yeah. Um, 
so I, I and I think she starts to become kind of the Madonna uh, punk rock chick after the first murder. Yeah, I agree with that. But and I do think she's she's socially awkward. She doesn't want to go to this party. She, sure. Nobody's talking. They're all kind of like, "What are you doing?" She can't. You know, well, they she make. Says, they make I don't a- want to change schools. My la- my senior year of high school. I mean, that's just a. I think that's relatable. It's, it's no, not, it is relatable. You know? But she's weird for this school. Because she uh-huh. is the outcast, she is the new kid. She doesn't have any friends. Yeah. The the guy that she likes has this other weird. Okay, that is a that I is didn't a, know where that was. That going. is a weird relationship. I cannot quite get a read on the so, jock being with. I not he was He wasn't with her. Like I think that she was like the friend who wanted to be with that guy. But she seemed like she was jealous, or like she hey, was Lisa jealous because he was giving Lisa attention. So they weren't together. I because he think ends they up sleeping together. with the sister, who is the cheerleader, the popular one. Yeah, I just could not. Did you get that dynamic between the like hot jock guy and the other well, girl? Well, I, I, I thought that they that they were together, or or Taffy had designs on the guy the whole time because. Because she was always being like, "What do you oh, like?" No, he, the, he means the 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 goth, the goth she's chick. Like, the white who kind of like, who the, kind of threw Lisa under the bus about the note, the one that's being mean and like being mean to Lisa. Who gave the whole who time. gave Lisa the 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 spiked drink? Okay, the girl that's with the guy in every scene. I mean, she's always around this guy, and I thought they were dating. I took it as she was like they were friends. She wanted to remember that character. Yeah, there was there was there was kind of there was the the goth chick that was always hanging around the the guy. Yeah, and oh, like, every time Lisa would show up, or this guy would give Lisa. A, attention yeah she would kind of be jealous i thought it was his sister (laughs) oh (laughs) where did you get well because when he comes into the 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 dry cleaners or the Uh the tailor shops up she pops up and they're they were together and so since it was never That's referenced. So I thought they were like brother oh, sister. I or thought something. they were friends. I, yeah, I, I, like, I, I thought he friend zoned her. Yeah, oh, is what I gosh. thought. Well. That's this. That is a very interesting. I think this is very interesting for three people to interpret something that seems so basic. I sure feel much. like there's a deleted scene. Yeah, there like, might be right that establishes who, who they she are. is a little better because, like, the maybe answer she, is she is his sister and they are together. Yeah, <laughs> um, and he also friend zoned and they yeah. and they yeah. cut it out. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, but yeah, because I'm like maybe that because he runs the the Newspaper literary or magazine or whatever, yeah. or whatever. Like maybe she's just a writer for the literary magazine. That could be, and you know, or the co-editor, or whatever. I am going to have to do some more research on That's someone funny. talks That's about those characters because that's is- um, yeah. So they go. The Taffy brings Lisa to this party. Uh, Lisa takes, you know, trying to impress the the jock guy. She takes a massive drink. She does not drink of whatever's in this cup, and it messes her up. Uh, it is, I know, ten minutes is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're on the yeah, second the, scene of the it's, movie. We'll do this really quick. Yeah. She, she, the entire time though, she hangs out at this the Bachelor Cemetery, which I thought was a hilarious name for the cemetery. Yeah, and there's this one statue that she is kind of always drawn to while she's all. But it's Frankenstein, the real name, because she sketches it on a. We only see like the K and the Stein. We don't see the rest of it. Oh, yeah. So she like, writes in uh, Frankenstein. I, that's what, I that's think so. That's because, a little like, better than because the tombstone, like, like the front half of the name was okay. gone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that. And I do remember like in Cran or whatever. She it's, like, writes Lisa, in Frank, and then Frank. But the Frank part is like more made up. Yes. I'm like, I'm like, it just say, it does. Name was, it does just say Stein. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. So she wanders into the graveyard. She says, "Like I wish I was with you." I think is what she says. 
And because she wishes in this weird storm, it resurrects this zombie. And this is, I think, this is kind of like Encino Man again. Like, there's all these different, like... Weird science. I love weird science so much. It's so good. Doesn't that happen? Doesn't lightning hit the computer and that's what makes the... No, they... they, I don't... Man, I... They actually do it? I thought lightning hit the house. No, I think they actually do it. And then kill it, man. Kill it, LeBrock. It's a fine. How do you do? Talk about it. Did you watch the TV show, too? No. I love the... Oh, I love the movie and the TV show. Oh, no. Who's in the TV show? I don't remember who, but I just, it's just the same premise, but they oh, know, sure, sure, this sure. girl, you know, these nerds, with I, the girl. man, that scene where she comes walking out of the thing <laughs> changed you forever. Good huh? Lord. Yeah. <laughs> but she's like, let's go take a shower. And they're in the shower. Like all, she's like, why are you wearing your clothes? And they're like, I don't know. Um, so she, he shows up and then uh, to your credit, to what you said, like there, he, he explained it. She's, it's a weird, she's watching uh dawn of the dead or day of the dead. Not dawn. Of the, she's watching the one in the bunker. Yeah. Day of the dead with bub and this guy looks very much like bub and yeah so she gets him all she's trying to piece you know he's missing an ear he's missing an arm she kind of freaks out about the whole thing and then shoves him in the closet the, the relationship between taffy and lisa is fine yeah like those they definitely love each other they're Taffy's sisters a sweet she's a girl she really yeah, is. i like that they didn't make taffy a bitch the i evil agree sister yeah, yeah i was yeah, thinking like, like i kept waiting for that to take a turn nancy allen from Carrie, Carrie, yeah, you know, like that, just that awful, yeah. And but, but she, she never, was. she like legitimately she does something that's not nice. But but th- you know what? That's not. But she, I don't really know that we can classify it as not nice. The only thing I can say is that she knew that Lisa, Lisa had mentioned more than once that right. she was into this guy. And and again, the movie never makes this clear. I kind of got the vibe that they Taff, were already together. they were already a thing mm. because Taffy from the get is steering her away from him that's true and she's like i don't get what you like about him mm, and like that's fair that guy's a straight-up hunk <laughs> right? Yeah, right like there's he's got the leather jacket yeah. yeah 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 he's got the perfect hair yes right and yes. so like there's no way a girl is looking at that guy and being like i don't get it right 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 so, yeah i mean right. that's fair that she was trying to keep him for herself yeah, yeah. Hold on. Sorry. I think, yeah, like, I think they were already a thing. Already. And she, okay. w- and she was steering uh, Lisa away because she's like, she didn't want to create drama. Yeah. That and makes she sense. didn't want to hurt her feelings. But again, that's not really on the screen. So I am kind of writing that that's fair. for them. <laughs> Sorry. And, I will hold on one second. Yeah. Hold on, Gwen. Do you want to say hi on the podcast? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to point you at the camera and just say hi. I got hi. I got FaceTime. All right, I'll talk to you when we're done. She's like, I know how long these things. Are. Yeah, I know. So, so the stepmom is horrible. She is the wicked stepmother, Carla. Very much so. Gugino. Yeah. Who is? I, she's always great. And so she was in Son-in-Law with Polly Shore. You mentioned yes. Encino Man earlier. Yes, that's right. So that's she kind was. of a funny man. That's crazy I love those that she. That's her. Yeah, she's the. Do- I just think about her career in general. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, that's what ninety two, ninety one. Then man, that's crazy. I I used to love Son in Law, uh, Encino I Man. Hated those movies. What, now uh, I like Biodome. Yeah, Biodome is the oh, boy. I love those movies. The worst. Silly nineties. <laughs> so so they have a horrible relationship because she is horrible. The mo- stepmom character is terrible. Yes, and she's very she's mean. She's always Lisa. blaming Lisa for yeah. everything, and you know. And so during this break, and a bunch of her stuff gets broken. She's already gotten in trouble for breaking a mirror after the party in the tr- drunk situation. Right, right. So now she's throwing all these porcelain things at at the 
monster, the creature, and then of course she gets blamed. She's like, "Oh, there was a break in, but I'm okay. Don't worry about." <laughs> yeah, I do like that. She's like, "It's fine. There was a." <laughs> I think this line is great. She's like, "He was wearing a." A uh, mask and uh, a striped shirt and a really big hat. And Taffy's like, hamburglar. I think you just described the <laughs> hamburglar. Um, so that, yeah, so the Lisa's in her room. The the zombie is in the closet. And the 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 stepmom just starts going off. She's like, you're a bitch. And, you know, you're a... Bald. She was supposed to be at a conference, but she actually stopped because... Because the zombie spit a, a worm, worm into her cottage cheese. And, and That's another weird thing, too, because it's like, there was no one around, and she is, poured the stuff. I did and, think that. I was like, "Why, like Lisa? Why don't you just say I was at school? Yeah, I wasn't I, even around you. Like, I mean, how are you gonna blame me for that? I know she's probably blaming her for saying it was in something and she didn't see it. But like, she made the breakfast. It looked delicious. She goes to the door, comes back, and there's a worm it didn't in it. Looked delicious. It was cottage to cheese her, and to, 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 whatever to <laughs> people that like that thing. I'm just saying that she finds the worm and then blames Lisa. It's like, but. and then she gets sick. She's like, "I went to work and I shouldn't have gone to work, and I'm so sick." And I was like, "Well, you didn't even you put the worm in your mouth. You yeah. didn't." even chew it up um well so the zombie realizing that lisa's kind of in trouble hits the mom in the head with a sewing machine uh the 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 creature is played by cole sprouse who is a disney actor he was in that sweet life of zach and cody he played cody in that so that's what he's been around for a long time so somebody will recognize that guy nobody uh over the age of 25 yeah i mean people <laughs> right people Maybe, in I don't know. their early 30s or late 20s grew up with God, that's disney a, channel 40. i keep forgetting yeah. that part. yeah i was like i think no. they might be older than you're giving yeah. them no, it's, yeah it's like i'm people, older it's like when people are always like taylor swift's fan base are all nine-year-old girls and i'm like she's been oh. around for 17 years you know him you know him 100 percent. why he's the kid in big daddy he and his brother did the Olsen oh, this twins is the kid. Is that right? He's the kid in Big Daddy. Oh. He and his brother, because of the time limitations of child I didn't actors, realize that. switched and there were two kids. Okay. Okay. Same. I do know that guy. Same. Though. Yeah. So he's been around for a long so time. So he ki- he kills the mom and- Hits her in the back of the head with something heavy. The sewing machine, I think. Yeah. And then at first I'm like, oh, she's knocked out. Because I, again, tonally, you have no idea. There's right. blood going this leaking way. And then there's a pile of this is, blood. This go, is very oh. much Heather's yeah. when they- accidentally kill the first person yeah. uh and it's like oh oh and then they get to the next two and you're like oh this is real <laughs> isn't that jawbreakers too did that thing where they like, didn't mean to kill the girl and she chokes on a jawbreaker it's very, that is definitely a thing i don't mean that's that. kind I of another one any, that was like a inspiration very much so yes um yeah, they like kidnap the girl or something and play a trick on her and put a jawbreaker in her yes, mouth so she can't talk you're absolutely and she chokes right. on it and you're dies and they right. have to deal with the natasha leone I can't remember. I think, is it? Maybe. I don't remember. Yeah. Okay. But I don't, I don't know. I don't um, know. <laughs> yeah. So they, they realize, you know, that Lisa can sew. So he's missing these pieces of his body. So she's like, he's like, he's just kind of pointing at the ear and she's like, okay, cool. And I do think that she's like, yeah, man, I'll chop that bitch's ear off. Like, no problem. And I do think it's no, funny. He rips it off and gives it to her. And she's like, I can't. That's not how it works. And then oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. She like, sews it on there. And sews it's, it on. It's got then, the diamond stud. Yes. Which is very, again, very 80s. Uh, and I do, uh, you know, the Frankenstein element where he can't get it to work. But if we put him in the sun bathing thing. I like that a lot. That was clever. How she goes to the tanning bed and it's like sparking. Short circuits. Like, oh, this is messed up. And she uses that as the Frankenstein, you know, electricity device. Right. And it was clever. Like, it's that's very, a very, it's funny, very clever. Yeah. Uh, then they realize, okay, we need to get you an arm. So earlier in the movie at the party, there was a kid who you think is the good guy. And of course he isn't, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where Lisa is 
uh, incapacitated and he's got it, his this hand. This is Adam Brody or whatever from the Being a Promising Young Woman. It is. I mean, I'm just like, we've seen this in a better movie and I'm not saying that you can't. Oh, I, I but you can do this trope. I mean, the trope sure. of the, you know, the guy, it, nice guy who's it, not a nice guy. Yes, but it's always harder, I think, when you've seen a better example and you're like, like, I knew exactly what was going to happen. Yeah. When he was trying to help her and right. whatever. It's like, it's there was creep. one where I did not think it was going to go the way it was going to go where he goes, doesn't that feel good? And I was like, dude, he's going to be like in between her legs. Yeah. Like that's where I thought we yeah. were going, but it's just his hand on her boob and she reacts and he was, you know, again, doing what nice guys do and calls her names. So she tricks Once you this- start, you can't stop. Yeah. Like he's, they're giving him reasons to not care that he dies, which well, obviously yeah. in the real world, I mean, that's fine. Murder maybe is not uh, the the answer. Yeah. So they she kind of lures him out into the woods, and he's like, "What what's going on here?" And of course, now the the zombie attacks. So she slipped a note in the locker to get him to come. And yeah. that girl is also the one that turns him in to for the, the note for the note. Right. But so she's like, "Check yes or no. Do you want to go hook up or whatever?" And we think he's we think she's sending the note to the the cute punk, boy. Yeah. But it, and as soon as we see the little guy, I was like, "Oh, buddy." Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> so they they cut off his arm, and of course he's like, "What the? What, you know?" And it's they show it like to their credit, like and mm-hmm. uh, he's he's like, "What's going on? This is crazy!" And he's running away with like half an arm off, and the and the zombie picks up the the axe and like flings it and hits him in the back of the head. And now they put him back. You know, they, she sews on the arm. They put him back into the machine, and now it, every time he goes into the machine, he gets a little bit. Less dead, less more dead. alive, more human yeah. looking. I thought it. they were going to use the machine to bring the stepmom back. Oh, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know what they were going to do. Like, See, things could have gotten zany like that. They really could. Where now you've got a zombie stepmom right. trying to track him down or something. That that could have been interesting. Yeah, but I but I did notice like at first his makeup is so caked on. He's very rubbery. He's very, very zombie. And every looking. time he goes in the machine, yeah, like it's a lot. take a little bit. They're of, doing that so people won't accuse them of necrophilia, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, Joe, you're the one. I didn't say it. You said it. <laughs> so, and that's how, kind of how this movie progresses. She gets more and more uh, comfortable being in that in in this kind of crazy world. The mom is missing now. This guy now the cops are starting to sniff around and figure out what's going on. I will on. say, as soon as the stepmom's dead, she's like, "Oh my god, whatever!" And then she takes her with a wagon. And she's happy and like singing. Car. She is comfortable with it as soon as the mom is dead. Yeah. And, and she's like, I was, like I was cool with it because she was mean. And then, yeah. you know, with Roger, whatever his name was, she's like, he was a little weirdo. Because um, she carries herself differently when they're wagoning the mom, stepmom to the cemetery. That's a gr- she's like skipping. That's a really and- funny scene, too, that I liked where they just kind of like whoop yeah. and like dump her in the grave. Now the police are sniffing around and Lisa has decided I ha- like we're we're screwed. Like I we're going to go to jail. We're going to get caught. I want to lose my virginity to Hunky McHunkertons. Yeah. So she... The creature is like driving around at this point. Which is also kind of funny. Like, where did you learn how to drive? But yeah, yeah I, know, I was thinking that too. Like, <laughs> that was a weird one. So he definitely has already fallen in love with Lisa. There's a, there's a very funny scene where he find, you know, they're sitting in, the, in Lisa's closet and he pulls out the back massager and she was like, don't touch that part. Like she's got his hand like on the knob. Why? It's just a back massager. Yeah, right. And then uh, there's an, a, a scene also where... He's trying, you know, she's like, she's feeling all tense and they're in bed together. And I I think that the way she delivers this line, I think is great. And she's like, you know, that sometimes can go, people put don't that in other places that. besides their back. And, and I like you know. that. I mean, 
the weird thing is that they're high school kids, and I always think it's a little weird when you're. That's doing fair. This stuff. They're seniors, but, though. True, it doesn't matter. But it's, it's just still a, seventeen. Yeah, it's very. It's a little. <laughs> and weird. he's not seventeen. He's and like he's an, well, like three hundred years but, old. But so even, we don't know how old he was when that's he true. died. That's like true. he might be nineteen. Right, right, right. So, so I do like that. At least after that little jokey scene, you never see like really anything sexual between them but you cut to the parents hanging out on the uh, the dad and the sister i think are she goes watching oh my TV. god and then a light uh, a surge happens because, and you hear her scream and you hear ah, and yeah. they're just like what and it you know moving yeah. on but it was a funny little so she goes they're going to hunky mchunkerton's house and this is the moment where i was like oh no this is and the boyfriend the, the zombie sees the sister's car outside this guy's house uh, and and so Lisa walks in and finds them together, and she kind of let her have it. Give you know how could you do this to me? Blah blah. The zombie comes in with a axe and chops this dude's dick off. And there's a great, there's a hilarious scene where like it's, you see the silhouette of, of it. it flying, yeah. and then like you see the a ball like ricochet off of the <laughs> trash can and into the trash can. And of course, now this guy's dead. So, and and Taffy is losing her mind, rightfully, rightfully so. so. Yes, our main characters kind of leave and go. You know, they they try to get Taffy under control. And Lisa has a really good speech with her. She's like, "I'm really sorry. Like, I'm sorry that I took you for granted and that you weren't. I wasn't a good sister, and I love you." And you know, Taffy is freaking she's out. She's in shock. I do Absolutely. like how they play this. <laughs> she's not automatically yeah. accepting. Yeah. She's like, oh my God. And, and I will say that this is the only guy they kill that did nothing wrong. He no. did nothing wrong. The only thing he did wrong was not be attracted to Lisa. That, well, we don't know that he wasn't, but yeah. he was definitely seeing Taffy. Well, he says, well, he, says, no, he says, I, I don't like, like you I don't like that way. Oh, you're I don't right. Feel in that, that way in that moment, you. he does. But yeah. he never wronged her, like cheated her right. or led her on or anything. Like, yeah. He was a nice guy. So he's purely innocent whereas yes. the other kid not that the other, again the other kid maybe didn't deserve the axe death but or from, maybe but with from within a film construct yeah. you're like okay i don't yeah. care if this guy dies right yeah. right, exactly. right like right. legally yeah, he, <laughs> yeah it's yeah but, in the movie doesn't matter but right. this guy the the hunky hunkerton did not no did not deserve the, the john wayne with the, girl the john wayne bobbit yeah. treatment yeah. he did not get that if you kids don't know who that is google him <laughs> worse than john wayne bobbit I guess they didn't reattach it. Well, and John, with the, according to that silhouette, he cut off his all of it, dick and balls. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's cut true. Off the whole, the whole shebang. There's no adult film career waiting. No, for this there's young not. Man. Isn't that crazy? Is that not <laughs> crazy? crazy. Uh, so yeah, so they they go back to the grave, and I again, there's a cop. They've quarantined. They've they've made this a crime scene already, and there's a cop there. And this zombie just picks her up and throws that's her. That's a real. Car. That's a real goofy one. <laughs> it's just like I just I was rolling with it at that point. Like, yeah, it is yeah. very goofy. You're right, but it's Does that just cop like have a gun. Yeah, and, but it's but a girl she, cop. Gun. Yeah, oh, come on. And I she, thought that she, one was very strange. She, how easily she allowed herself to be picked up and then yeah. didn't do any. Nope, cop got tossed stuff. into a grave. Yeah, it was weird. Lisa and the zombie realized they both love each other. I'm like, we'll do this together. And he was like, can't. And she was like, you know, what do you mean you can't? And again, like grabs her hand and puts it on his junk. I just wish they hit it a little more because clearly he chopped off the unit. The like, fact that it's sticking out of his pocket, man, that, that was, was hilarious. But then why didn't she notice it sticking out of his I think pocket? she, I mean, maybe it she did. So she obvious. was just like, whatever. She's a no. good girl. Eyes up here. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a surprise to her. She was totally surprised. By so it. yeah, she sews on the dick and balls, puts him back into the machine. And now he's almost completely human looking. Yeah. And they have a good time. And well, he's that, a man now, Joe. So that's the last part. Yeah, the last thing he needed. Um, 
so yeah, so they have a good, you know, they they do their thing. They realize Lisa realizes I'm like there's nothing I can do. She What kind of message is this? I was, I was, the same I was left thing. with a really bad taste in my mouth yeah. after this. So yeah, I did all this bad stuff, so just, just kill yourself. I, be good. Yeah. So she solves her problems with suicide. Yeah. Very problematic. Like, I, I was just like, ooh, like I get that like they're probably using the logic of like, well, it's not really suicide because we can bring her back. But like if you bring her back, she's still the same person and subject to laws. So that doesn't yeah. really get you out of it. Yeah, I to no, me, it's, I it's not it like a, double jeopardy, right? You know? I thought it was just a very bad message. I just, yeah. I did not like. I, it's it. tough. Like, what be- are they trying to say here? It's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I just took it as like this is just a goofy, weird movie. But I don't think you're wrong. Yeah, is that is you know what are you what are you trying to say? Um. So yeah, they she hops into the tanning bed and they have her turn it. You know, he turns it all the way up to eleven bronze. Yeah. More bronze, I think, is what it was called. And if they set the whole thing on fire, and all of the neighbors are like, "Yeah, she was the weird one." And it was yada, Max yada, yada. Bronze. Max Bronze is that what yeah. it was? Uh, and we flash forward to like a couple years later, and Taffy and the dad, the dad who I, uh, the dad cracked my stuff up. He was great. He reminded me of um, is it Clue Gull- Gallagher? Oh man, there was the. He reminded me of the uh, character that Jimmy Fallon. He doesn't play him, but the the dad, like the dad that would like always come downstairs and be like, "Do you oh. need?" To? And he's like dressed up as a girl, and he's like, "No, dad, oh, oh, that, yeah, the, that the ooh guy." Yeah. And he plays him in the skit, at the beginning That's of the ride. Too. Yes, yes, he yes. reminds me of that guy, the dad. The interesting. No, there was a man. There was an actor. He was in Friday the Thir- No Nightmare on Elm Street Two. He played the dad in that. Mm. Uh, who this guy reminded me a lot of. I'm surprised that I know they wanted to put a bow on it. Now, like the dad and her are still a happy family, whatever. I'm surprised that the daughter sister would visit the grave of Lisa after everything she did. I think because I think that goes to show you that she is still a good person. Yeah. Is that she's willing to yeah. go to the grave. Um, and she does. She she sees on the grave something. We don't know what it is initially. But the the dad, <laughs> we're going to go to Fuddruckers. And I was like, Fuddruckers. Holy. <laughs> and then the camera pans down and on the on the side of the tombstone, it says beloved wife. And there's two little like peach rings that they had used. And then we cut back to the park bench that we had seen earlier and there's the zombie reading a book and we see a bandaged up lisa uh whose eyes open and that's kind of how the movie ends i i had a blast with this like i did i think it was perfect no did i know that this was definitely like a a throwback to those old you know like again if you into the salt mines if you will go find my boyfriend's back or once bitten or um what was there was a babysitting one not the babysitter. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Yeah. Or the burbs. Like all of these kind of remaking that. No. Yeah. The burbs. No. Don't, don't tell, tell mom, mom the babysitter's dead. dead. That's unbelievable. Um, there's all these like weekend at Bernie's. Kinda. But I mean, the, I, w- I would put weekend and Bernie's in that category. Like it is just, just weird. The guy's dead and they're dragging. It's him a around. very weird movie. The it fact is, that it's, it's, you it's know. fair. I'm not. They yeah. made a sequel. <laughs> I two. How did they two? No, there's there's weekend, one we, no it's Weekend at Bernie's two. Oh yeah, like, oh, it's I was like, there weren't two <laughs> no. sequels. How did they explain his body not being? De- I don't know. <laughs> I think it was like a they, ju- wasn't like a Jamaican curse or something. Oh okay. Oh really? Or they embalmed them. Or it was some sort of voodoo thing. That's yeah. funny. 
That's so crazy they could make a sequel out yeah. of hey, man. it. Dead. I loved those movies as a kid. I yeah. but I, So, like, go check those out. This is kind of, you know, again, we talked about Edward Scissorhands and Beetlejuice. Yeah. It is very much in that world. I think th- I think this is a lot of fun. It's goofy. It's funny. The ending, I can I can agree that is a little weird. I like the idea of it. I, I really do. I, I liked the soundtrack. I liked the 80s vibes of it. I liked her the who is it Catherine newton is that her yeah name? i thought she's phenomenal i think that she's gonna be a big star i mean in ant-man she was fine but i never really noticed her but like she has the charisma she has the riz as the kids say gotta tell you i didn't know what that meant until about a week ago <laughs> <laughs> uh she's she's really good and i think that she's gonna be a star well i think next week we all might have the same opinion <laughs> you never know oh Could they, you imagine they, they, that Dakota Johnson's going to be a star. Yeah, well, it's yeah. going to be one of the better movies. What if it does like Venom and makes nine hundred million dollars? <laughs> it would not surprise. So me. here's the thing. This is the only reason I'll bring this up. There's one person in that movie that might get people into that theater, and that is Sydney Sweeney. I think there is more. She is more popular right now than anybody in that movie. Yes, is that would okay. Yeah, she is more popular than anybody in that movie and i just wonder if her popularity is going to generate revenue i wonder i don't know you know, I have you no know idea. sydney sweeney from euphoria the blonde with the big boobs oh okay <laughs> well because there's the trans girl too oh sure, sure so sure. like she's blonde yeah and That's so hunter schaefer yeah i have never seen and that. so i didn't i didn't know their i don't know any of their real name except for zendaya fair yeah <laughs> fair enough yeah. yeah but i mean like that sydney sweeney was on snl like just recently yeah. so i guess so was dakota johnson yeah but i i'm curious is that will i don't think so up. my prediction is it won't i know that a certain crowd is gonna go for sydney sweeney like you know she's gonna have that mm-hmm. built-in audience but i just i don't know anyone that's seen that movie and gone well it looks great it, it just looks like <laughs> yeah. such a it, does it look looks bad. like an snl skit yeah. you know what i mean like oh i get it. it's supposed to look bad like yeah and like some of the footage i've seen of dakota johnson making the media round she yeah. looks like a hostage yeah like she's just like god <laughs> yeah she has she's, to know what's coming yeah she, she fired her agency did she after this yeah no, she didn't and she did for real for real i thought that was a joke no no she said after the, I mean the the articles like after this she was like done after they got her a Marvel movie. This is I mean, a Marvel movie. It's not it's not a Marvel movie. It's, this is a Sony movie. Yeah, it has a I'm Marvel saying, tag on it. Yeah, I'm just saying that though, ain't like, a real Marvel. Movie. I mean, she probably got paid. I just can't imagine she fired. But I, th- like, but I think you know, yeah, you want to get paid, but you also want to build a career and getting paid a lot for a movie that's going to be just a complete piece of shit. Yeah, like that's just not. Yeah, this does not get you to the next level. I just that you know? surprises me that she couldn't detect it before she took it somehow. Like I just that just seems weird to me. Like oh yeah, you're fired because I did this. Well, movie. they probably sold her a bill of goods too. They're probably like, no, it's going to tie into Spider Man, and we're going to yeah. get this, and we're going to get that, and then they didn't get any of that. Oof, and, it looks yeah. like that Halloween costume and that black suit. Boy, oh boy, so that's bad. Well, anyway, I guess that's it for this one. Let's go on the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S-21, and at Letterboxd. They're the same. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group, and of course, don't forget our Patreon. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Dobermans attack and kill Eddie. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice because we already warned you. Better-
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.